Thanks for listening to the Reality Breach Local Spotlight series. This episode, we talk to J.L. Mulville, uh, author of the popular Steel Roots series, uh, whose book, Return to Isa, is out now. Uh, I hope you enjoy the episode, uh, and tune in next time for more Reality Breached. Welcome to... <laughs> Blooper reel when we're done. This is literally the first time this has happened. Okay. Welcome to Reality Breach. I am your co-host Robert Morris. Uh, host Sergio Lugo is to my left and I'm to here. my right is a very talented author in the local area. Her name is J.L. Movahill. How are you doing today? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great now that I got the darn intro right. <laughs> Sergio, how are you? I'm fantastic, Robert. Cool, cool. So, first question, right off the bat, who are you and what do you do, even though I just said it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm J.L. Mobile. Last I looked. Um, um, I'm an author. I write books. It says so on my card, so it must be true. Uh, <laughs> um, I write young adult books, but I also write some thrillers and chillers, um, Go bump in the night. Um, I'm also, uh, what else do I do? Let's see. I'm making movies now also. And uh, Don't just gloss over yeah. making <laughs> movies. Now. You can't just gloss over. Oh, okay, well, I you haven't actually. know this. <laughs> no, I, I guess I didn't tell you that. Um, I actually haven't started making the movie yet, but I'm writing the script, and uh, we will be filming next next year. So um, making a movie called Seven Cages. Um, but we can go into that later. We have to talk about the book first. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. Well, I have a book in front of me right now. This is your, correct me if I'm wrong, fifth. My fifth novel. Second yes. in the series. Yes. Of Return to Casa. Essa. Isa. Isa. Yeah, it's I the, thought that was a C. I know. <laughs> it, it's the font. Um, it's the, the Elsie Lind Chronicles. And the first book is The Lost Daughter of Isa. And this is Return to Isa. Okay, is this the one that is like the Alice in Wonderland? Yes, this is the fantasy, the, the Tolkien meets Alice in Wonderland type story. Yeah. Uh, tell me the the how did you how did you just sit down and be like I'm going to take Tolkien and Alice in Wonderland <laughs> and there's going to be a huge spider web and we're going to we're going to have an adventure. Um, actually, I would never compare myself to Tolkien. Uh, um, I'm not that good, but uh, <laughs> that's what other people say. Um, what happened was I had a really scary dream about being chased through the woods by a giant spider. And it kind of freaked me out because I hate spiders. Mm -hmm. And it just turned into this story. I kept thinking about the dream, and all of a sudden all these um, characters popped into my head. And it just turned into this really cool story about a, a young girl who falls through a giant spider web. And wakes up with amnesia in the middle of an ancient forest and has to figure out who she is and where she is and why she's got all these things after her and 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 just spun into this big story. Hmm. And they're twelve foot spiders. Twelve foot spiders. Yeah. Twelve foot tall, twelve yeah. foot wide. No, twelve foot tall. Oh god. No. Yeah. <laughs> and what's really cool about them is um, some of them, not all of them, but some of them can uh, spin into re different realms, different dimensions. Mm -hmm. Oh, so they have like interdimensional webbing? Yeah. 
That is scary. <laughs> that is so scary. And they're all mind controlled by um, the Spider Witch. Oh, <laughs> whoa! The Dark Witch. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm seeing like all kinds of parallels to like oh. Time Lords and uh, Dimension Lords mm-hmm. and to my Doctor Who stuff. Oh, sure. I guess. With the, with the, <laughs> but but no, travel. like like the, this. Is, I'm sorry, like spider webs, like the webbings of the fabric mm-hmm. of reality. Yeah, the fabric and of space and time. Oh. Space and time, oh, yeah. and all, yeah, that kind of stuff. I could be way off. <gasps> Madam um, Spider from Spider Man. She does something like that. Does she? I actually didn't read that, but yeah, she's like an obscure character. Not as good as the Dark Witch. No, oh, no, yeah, she's really, really scary. She actually is loosely based off Lady Bathory. Lady Bathory, who was who the is first, that? she was the first real person called a vampire because she's she bathed in virgin blood because she thought it made her youthful. Yes. Robert <laughs> lit up. He was like, "Oh, I've heard of that." Yeah, that's, that was, I was like, "That name sounds familiar." I didn't, she was a tad bit on the loony side. She ended up getting like locked up for the rest of her life, something like that. Yeah, she was walled up in her own castle. Mm-hmm. Yes. Until, for like three years till she died. When they, and she slipped up because, um, she usually just took, you know, the, the farmer's daughter or whatever, you know, she, she had this big school set up in her castle. I'm going to take your daughter and teach her how to be a young lady or whatever she said. I don't know. But when she slipped up, was taking a countess's daughter or something, or a lord's daughter, mm-hmm. and um, and that's where she messed up. And they found out. And and this was also stupid. She kept um, a log. <laughs> yeah, duh. Keep all the that's evidence. Like Why not? Yeah, or something. You know. And they they found that she killed like six hundred girls. I was going to ask, like, was she was just yeah. kidnapping kid, like farmers' daughters and just not returning them? Yeah. And telling the farmers, nah, they're good? Yeah, pretty wow. much. Basically, Something man. along those lines. And the farmers were like, all right. I, I'll make another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, they were happy. You know, she was going, they, they were going to go away and be ladies of the castle or, you know, but they never came back. Never to be seen again. And who's going to yeah. believe, you know, the farmer? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's got to be disturbing. That's disturbing. Yes, it is. Yeah. But she was a real person in the, I think the 1500s in Hungary. I think so. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't Let's base a book on her. They made this movie. I think I watched the movie when I was quite young and I was really impressed by it. It's called The Countess, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I was, I remember watching it when I was young and I, I remember being very impressed by the movie. And I'm like, that's really creepy and cool at the same time. Not, I mean, not cool in a good way, but <laughs> not like a, I have a an very, aspirational yeah, cool. I have a very <laughs> twisted mind, so yeah. So it's a little dark, um, but it is young adult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I actually wanted to, to, to ask when when you set out to write these books, did you think I'm going to make these for young adults, or did you write it and then find out that it fit better? Yeah, I just wrote adults. it. I just wanted to write a story, and I just wrote it. And when I found uh, the publisher, uh, which is Dark Oak now, it was Kerlack at the time, same guy, but he just changed his name. But uh, he said it's young adult. And I guess because there's really no bad language and there's no sex, but it's, it is pretty dark in some spots because, I mean, it's like Harry Potter. There's a real darkness to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's also light in there, too. 
because it's all about a girl trying to find herself um, okay. and who she is and and in this darkness. So she, you know, she faces all of this and, you know, becomes a, a so hero. So just like a, like a core of hope. Yes. At the, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Hmm. Yeah, the reluctant heroine. So, so it's not it's, just just endless bleakness. Yeah, no. <laughs> Does she have allies in this? Particular oh yes, world? there's quite a few. In fact, there's a lot of backstories in there too. There's two brothers. Um, they're half brothers, um, and one is half. Well, they're elves, but I I call them by different names. They're yeah. called Alfar, which is an actually an, an older version, older language name for elf. I looked. Okay. Up. I did a lot of research. Oh, okay. <laughs> I tend to do a lot of research. Yeah. Um, so anyway, there's these two half brothers and one hates the other because the father left to go be with the Alfar woman instead of, or that's what he thinks, but he really died in battle. So there's these two brothers that are at odds with each other and they're both warriors. Um, so there's that story. Then there's the spider, witch. there's her story. Um, I'm trying to think what other, oh, there's all these other little stories. Oh, there's an elemental who wants a soul so he can survive. He doesn't want to die. He doesn't want to be a slave to the spider witch. So there's his story. Oh, okay. So okay. there's all these little stories that kind of come together. Okay. So they, do they do they like interweave and tell a, a larger story? Yes. <laughs> interweave. Yes. Interweave. Interweave. Uh-huh. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yes. <laughs> and there's also the spider story too. The the one there's a main spider. Oh, so are the the spiders like self aware? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, For the, I mean, uh, to an the extent. Most frightening book. <laughs> yeah. So these spiders talk. No, 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 no. no. Okay, so talking twelve um, foot spiders scare me. Um, when I've always had a thing about animals that talk. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to be when I write fantasy. I try to be as real as possible, even though it's fantasy. And I think that the vocal cords, especially spiders, wouldn't work. So it's all like a mental thing. It's like an inner monologue? Yeah. It, okay. Yeah, and there's a lot of mental stuff going on. Um, so like in here, there's dragons. I love dragons. <laughs> but uh, they don't actually use their mouths and talk with their mouths. I always thought that was kind of creepy looking mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Um, when you watch the, the cartoons and stuff and the animals talk, I was like, ah, oh, that's just too creepy. Uh, so it's like, you know, mental telepathy or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, but you hear their voice the way they want you to hear it. And like in this book, there is a, a dragon that speaks with a Scottish accent, <laughs> which I thought was really cool. And I, I, I yeah, I, I could picture that. Yeah. So, um, oh, I was ready for a fight. I can't get speak. out of my castle. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Come here, laddie. <laughs> you hop on my back. We're <laughs> gonna fly to that spider woman. I don't. I didn't want to say anything wrong about a woman. I didn't want to call her anything, but which because she may come in my dreams. Yeah, she's pretty scary. Me. Yeah, she's, she's scaring me right now. Just looking at the cover. Yeah, she's, she's she's pretty creepy. Yes, yeah, she's my dark side. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, what did you get the um, the how did you get the the the, intermi- the interdimensional spider web traveling? I know you say in your dream you fell through the web, mm-hmm. but how did you sit down and be like, 
time travel or interdimensional travel because there's a science in there too. Yeah. So is there any like science influence in there? Um, there's a yeah. I mean, there's my science. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fantasy science. <laughs> um, it, it's kind of like a string theory type of thing. I mean, I've done so, I did some research. And it kind of, the research that I did just kind of went along with what was already in my head. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I have a strange mind. Um, and it's just all these things that I thought of. I, I read a lot of science fiction when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Heinlein fan. So um, I think maybe that's where all this came from. And Asimov and Ray Bradbury, Edgar Rice Burrow, I read all that stuff when I was a kid. So. Um, maybe some of that stuck and some of this stuff leaked through. <laughs> I thought you, I was like, do you say Highlander? No, Highland. Oh, Highland. I thought you said Highlander. I was going to be like, the girl will be one. Well, yeah, I did like that. I, I did watch that. So. <laughs> That's my favorite. Yes, there can only be That's one. That's where the accent comes from. Yes, probably. <laughs> That's that's dope. That's really dope. I'm really liking this. I may have to take this book I'm looking at right now. Um, I'm an only child, so I mm-hmm. spent a lot of time just making stuff up in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I have weird thoughts. So, <laughs> so the you say you write short stories too. What do your short stories usually contain? Like? Um, the short stories I write are really, really even more twisted. Um, that's there's, cool. There's one called Chilled Meat, <laughs> which um, really kind of creeps people out. <laughs> Because it has to do with cannibalism a little bit. Okay. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a smidgen. Just a little bit. A little bit. Spiders eating people. Uh, no, people eating people. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. It, it, it's actually a steampunk story, and it has to do with the refrigeration system. And um, it's it's really quite – I thought it was kind of genius because my husband was watching TV, the History Channel, as a matter of fact. And I came out, and I said, hey, i got to write a steampunk story. For dreams of steam and I need an idea and he looked up at me and he goes did you know that they ate their horses during the Napoleonic War and the horses were still alive and it was so <laughs> cold that the horses didn't feel it and I'm like that's a great idea thanks and I went back to my office and I wrote the story called chilled meat about that's fantastic <laughs> as a woman who had her who was like a another spider witch uh she marries old men for their money and mm-hmm. then she That never happens. Yeah. She kind of has her come up. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, she she has a lot of money and a full belly. Yeah. So, um <laughs> People really like that story. Uh there's another story uh it's called uh, Bath 10 and it's about um Hot Springs, Arkansas. And, I've uh, been there. That's where Bill Clinton is from. Yeah. Yes. So, bath 10. You can imagine what that's about. Hot springs, bath houses. Cannibal, any cannibal? No, or? but there's some creepy stuff that happens. Kind of like Stranger Things creepy? Or? Yeah. Basically, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. So, you, like, go in a hot tub and all of a sudden... Strange things come out of that bathtub. Oh, okay. Sweet. Okay. No, not sweet. <laughs> I mean, sweet, I guess, to read it, but not to experience it. Um... Alexander Brown and I, another author, mm-hmm. writes um, really, really cool, scary, gross horror. I love his writing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> him and I were in, I know, him and I were in Hot Springs, Arkansas, and we went on the um, the haunted tour. 
And then we went to this pub and we sat down to, to reflect over what we, you know, learned. And we decided to come up with this, we came up with this anthology, Southern Haunts, which is, you know, we did the first book together and then I decided I don't like editing other people's stuff. But after that, I can, I can, yeah, but he still, he still did it. And, uh, I have stories in each of the Southern Haunts. So there was Bath 10. Um, well, I have the Demon of the Natchez Trace is in the second book. And then I have, um, the untold, untold tales of Wickedemus in the third, which is a witch story about a witch in Florida. So, so what's mm. the steampunk? Um, where did you get your steampunk influence from? Well, um, now I have the the the, the other series that I write, which is the Steel Root series. Mm-hmm. And after I had written uh, my first novel, La Sardisa, I had another uh, publisher approach me and say, um, what else have you got? Because I read your book. I like it. Do you have something else you're working on? And I had kind of this idea about a young girl train hopping across America looking for her father. And I love trains, and I love the old steam trains. And so I thought, well, I'll just put this in the steampunk genre. And I okay. thought that would be kind of a cool thing to do. Well, I love the aesthetic of steampunk. I love seeing the cosplay and everything, but I've never written steampunk. Um, mm-hmm. So I had to, you know, figure out how to do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, yeah, my, my question is what makes a story a steampunk yeah. story? So I read the, the actual book that coined the phrase steampunk, which is a Morlock Knight. And More research. Yeah. And once I read that book... Um, I was like, oh my God, I get this. I totally get this. And, and it was, it's pretty much not just that whole era, but it was just, it's a feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's a whole feel of that, that whole, not just the era, but it's the, okay, so the punk is the what if factor. If you just have steam and coal and, and whatever was available at that time, what can you create? What can you do? Yeah, yeah. It's so it's, it's, it's it's selectively removing things from history. Oh yeah, and seeing what comes out of it at the other end. Right. And imagining that. Only in my series, I don't leave out all the bad stuff. There is still some bad stuff in you know, like I have the um, um, the workhouses. Um, and the terrible things that happen in workhouses and because the young girl gets thrown into the workhouse and she has to try to escape and there's terrible things that happen there. So that's a whole nother, uh, series about a young girl who, you know, faces evil in a way and comes out. So there's three of those? There's three of those. I'm working okay. on the fourth right now. I'm finishing up the fourth and what's, right now. And, and you said that was Steel Roots? That's the Steel Roots series. So there's the Boxcar Baby, Crossings, Rails West, and I don't have a name for the fourth yet. But when that one comes out, there's going to be an accompanying um, hobo cookbook. Hey, <laughs> that's dope. Yeah. So yeah, because there's I, I realize there's a lot of food involved in um, in this mm-hmm. because you know people eat. <laughs> Hobos eat. I'm pretty sure in college I could have written a book called Ho- the Hobo Cookbook. <laughs> yeah, it's just ramen. And tortillas. So chop up some some wiener dogs and put it in the microwave, and then put it in the dish. There you go. Yep. What's what was your um? Like I'm gonna try to figure out how I'm gonna say this. It's like I personally don't see a lot of main female characters in books. 
yeah. in anything. That I read, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. especially I read a lot of comic books. So you got what Scarlet Witch, Black Widow, and Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, and mm-hmm. boom, boom, shakalaka. There, there you go. So what what makes you want to just not because you're a woman? Um, what kind of obstacles have you had with having a main character be a girl? If you had any. Um, actually not that many because there aren't enough female and that's why I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, when I saw Harry, well, actually when I read Harry Potter, I read Harry Potter to my, my daughters when the books came out, mm-hmm. that was a, it was like a family thing. And Hermione was, you know, was kind of a man. She wasn't the main character, but she was in there. And I was thinking, you know, there needs to be more female characters of this nature, you know, more heroines out there. And I was doing research, and actually, I grew up with the Wizard of Oz books. I don't know if you guys realize there's, like, huge series. Oh, yeah. 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 And so there was Dorothy, and there was Dot, and a few others, um, all female characters, main characters, and they were the, the heroines. And um, I was like, there needs to be more books like that. And so that's why I did that. But I, I haven't had any challenges. Um, well, even the boys like like to read it. Uh, I guess... This one because you know, because there's battles. I have a lot of battle scenes. I have warriors fighting. Even the girl learns to use the sword properly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the other series, there's the trains, and they love the trains. I have an engineer. I have engineers reading that book. So oh, <laughs> yeah. Hey. And That's I don't mean dope. like just train engineers. I mean like you know actual engineers. Actual yeah. engineers cool. reading the book. So. That's good. That's really good. Yeah, I was want I wanted to ask that question because you know, when it comes to like books, like I said, I read comic books, and mm-hmm. all I see is very, very macho dudes, mm-hmm. and the girls are over overly sexualized superhero women. And yeah. that's what I was trying to overcome. Um, in Lost Daughter, um, the girl actually starts out as very, um, uh, very much like Poison Ivy. She's, mm-hmm. you know, not very pretty. She's um, very mousy and and doesn't have very much strength. She's been abused and everything. And um, she comes out of it. She gets, as you progress through the story, she gets stronger and stronger and prettier. And and she becomes more herself that she's inside of her, you know, because she didn't know that's what was inside of her. Mm, So, well, of course, Poison Ivy's not really like, she just becomes mean, but. uh, (laughs) It depends on whose side you're on. If you're on the side of the plants. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. I think Poison Ivy could have been good if someone just let her, you know, had been nice to her. True. Yeah, Yeah, it is true. And in some cases, she's been on the side of good, but she's ultimately always on the side of green. Yeah, and I like that we're talking about the, 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 the female aspect of this because in the past 10 years, there has kind of been a sea change in women in pop culture. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at the last two Star Wars movies, both of them, the main character, women. Uh, if you look at the Hunger Games in the past, what, eight years, yeah. like you make those movies in the 80s, they don't happen because... Women just were never cast as the big heroine, right? You know, so so it's so it's really cool to see it in the greater pop culture and even at you know at the at the smaller level, right? Well, Wonder Woman though. Okay, now I grew oh, up yes. watching Wonder Woman, and mm-hmm. she was my my heroine. She was like mm-hmm. 
all that. <laughs> she was awesome. Belinda yeah. Carter. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. yes. And she still is, you know, she's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, they're few and far between. Yeah. 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 And they so were, they more, were the exception. Yeah. yeah. They definitely were, but more mm-hmm. and more now you're right. It's coming out. So, and there needs to be, yeah. in fact, um, I actually spoke with a couple from, I want to say Spain, but I don't think it was Spain. They were from a Latin country. And the woman told me that there are very, very few, if any, um, female characters that the young girls can look up to. And she said that I needed to I get her book, my book translated mm-hmm. so that um, they would have something because they liked the book. Mm-hmm. Her and her husband read the book, the first book, and they liked it. And they said, this would be great for the girls in the Latin countries because... Um, There's a lot of those. Yes, countries. a lot, a lot. <laughs> yes. The problem is uh, you have to find um, a common dialect that everybody can read because mm-hmm. there's so many different dialects. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. If, like if you if you set if you set it in a specific country, you can just lean into that dial dialect and not and you know the rest of them will figure it out. You know, we figure out. British stuff all the time. Oh, yeah. You know, so yeah. they'll figure it out. Yeah. But, I mean, I am international, <laughs> so, I mean, you can get this on, uh, I think Kobo is the international one. But, I mean, you, Amazon, Barnes & I mean, they're all out there. You could buy these in other countries, so. You I was actually going to ask. speak English. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, read English. <laughs> I was actually going to ask, where do, where do we get these books? Yeah. Um, yeah, anywhere. I mean, like I said, Barnes Noble, Amazon, Kindle, Nook, Kobo, um, my website, <laughs> oh, okay. The, the, all the publishers' websites. So, so they're available in physical and digital copies. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really dope. It's, it's, it's just not in a lot of the local stores. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think the Lost Daughter was at Pentimento. Um, I don't know if they still have that there or not. Hopefully not. That means they sold out. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> so um, I want to talk about your comic cons that you'll be going to. Oh yeah. So how many comic cons, if you're counting, have you been to? I can't count anymore. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, really, that, I, that's, I, that's where good. we stumbled upon you first in yeah. Hattiesburg. Yeah. yeah. I, I was I, hoping you didn't have a number. No, I, <laughs> I don't anymore. I've been uh, going. My, I can tell you the first time I went to one was in 2009. Mm-hmm. And I've been going ever since. So. 2009 was your first Comic-Con? Yeah. Uh-huh. Cool. Um, actually, it was, it was kind of more like a writer's um, convention, but it had a lot of comics there too. And then it, from then on, I just went to any comic fantasy convention, writing convention I could go to. And it's a lot now. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I, I can imagine because the, the, the con culture has grown exponentially oh, yeah. recently. Uh, even with everything from like, what's it, what, what's Wizard World in. In I've New been Orleans. To that. Then yeah. there's the Jackson Comic Con here. Mm-hmm. Then there's even tiny little like Comic Cons in cities that I don't even know existed now. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one just west of Mendenhall. Was it Mendenhall? No, just west of what's that city? I have no idea. It's I know Hattiesburg was the east of I've Meridian. Meridian. It's oh. Like the Three Points Comic Con or something. Oh yeah, I heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, like who knew that there's going to be a Comic Con there? It's yeah. amazing. Like, yeah, it's Meridian. Any anywhere can have a con now. True. I just got invited to one in Tupelo, so for next year. So. Huh? Yeah. See. And I've actually been to the one in San Diego too. Oh, cool. I mean, not as like 
a major guest, but I was there as a professional. So, oh, hey, yeah, all right, that's cool. Yeah, do you have um, so everyone that you go to, do you have uh, what's the thing that a panel? Um, everyone but the one in San Diego, I didn't have a panel there, but yeah. <laughs> well, I was, I'm not that big yet. I'm getting there. Yeah. I'm getting there. So you was at the San Diego. How was that? Oh, it's huge. It's I felt like a deer in the headlights. That's mm-hmm. how huge it is. But uh, that's my actual hometown. So, um, I you was, have to, that, okay, that's cool. Yeah. You you knew how to get around that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I, it was really cool to be there because mm-hmm. I was like, ah, I'm a pro in my hometown. With my book, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's that's really cool. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was it was a good feeling. Yeah, that's, that's cool. But yeah, it's 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 huge. It's massive. Um, the lines are really long, as my husband found out, uh-huh. and my daughters. But yeah, it's it's neat. I liked it. Good. Yeah. What what's a, a, a you have any like funny fan stories or funny Comic Con stories? I have a lot. <laughs> I don't, don't even know where to begin. I, I will tell you my maybe Neil Gaiman story. Mm-hmm. Maybe Neil Gaiman. Okay. That's okay. a big deal. Okay. Well, I'm not positive, but maybe Neil Gaiman. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a long, long, <laughs> a long, long time ago and far, far away in another galaxy, mm-hmm. um, I was flipping burgers for a living <laughs> in San Diego. Uh, this was like back in the 80s, um, late 80s. And I was striving to be a writer, be somebody more than flipping burgers. And in San Diego. In San Diego. Okay. And this was in like a little beach bar. And this guy comes in one night. It's it was it was a it was like uh, burgers and a bar. So it was a place called Tuba Man's. Um, so anyway, it's not there anymore. But anyway, so this guy comes in, tall, mysterious, wearing this long cloak coat, you know. English accent, really cute, kind of cute looking. And, and uh, he sits down and he orders a burger and we get to talking because um, it's kind of a slow night. And he, you know, he orders a burger and everything and we're talking and he has a beer and it's, we talk about writing and stuff. And I mean, it was so long ago, I don't remember the whole conversation. But as he gets up to leave, he drops a 20 in my tip jar and he goes, this is for your writing. He says, this is just for your writing. He says, and... You know, just go and buy yourself some pens, papers, whatever, and keep writing. And so I was like, okay, sure. I will. And I did. I went out and I bought a bunch of notepads. I wrote a bunch. Of, I have like tons and tons of poetry and short stories in a suitcase locked away that I've never seen the light of day. So fast forward years later, and a friend of mine gives me this book, and it's called Neverwhere. And I read this book, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is a great book. It's amazing. And I get to the end. And there's this guy. And I swear it was that guy that walked in that bar. That is that picture of that guy. It looked like Neil Gaiman. I was like, oh my gosh, that was Neil Gaiman. I, 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 I or swear. maybe, or maybe, or maybe. I, I, I will swear it looked just like him. It, maybe it was it like, yeah, we'll just say it was, yeah. but I've never met him since. So. I can't well, ask him. That, that's the kind of stuff you run into in the bigger cities is a possibility of actually seeing someone super famous mm-hmm. or right up your alley. So yeah, let's say it was. Yeah. There's no reason it's not it wasn't. Yeah. So yeah, it's not maybe Neil Gaiman. Actually it was, it was, it was Neil Gaiman. It was definitely I have an autographed uh Sandman. 
Novel. Well, not novel. Oh, that's the, the comic book? The comic book. Yeah, book. I carry that with me in case I run into him again. <laughs> <laughs> I have one. <laughs> I actually went to San Diego and I, went, I popped into the comic book store because I forgot my Neverwhere book. And I'm like, I bought one. I'm like, just in case. I... <laughs> that's great. <laughs> well, hey, remember you gave me 20 bucks. Can you sign this? <laughs> I mean, I've met, I've met people like Stan Lee. I got a hug from Stan Lee. I have a picture oh. of me and Stan Lee together. Oh, wow. And a cor- I was wearing a corset. I was going to say, mm-hmm. in a corset. He wasn't wearing the corset. <laughs> I mean, I, that's the next, that's the next Marvel, uh, cameo is Stan Lee in a corset. corset. Yeah. yeah. I've got an autograph of Muhammad Ali, but that wasn't from Comic Con. That was. That's awesome. Yeah, he wrote me. I thought I was special because he wrote me this little poem. Mm-hmm. And then after he died, I saw that he wrote the same poem to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little bit. But I did meet him personally. He's, mm-hmm. He had the most beautiful eyes. It was, he was amazing. Wow. Yeah. Can't, I can't top your stories. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I have a lot. So <laughs> just, you you shouldn't start. You shouldn't get me started. Can't, can't top those. those. What was it? Those are good. I saw the governor once. <laughs> Which, one? Which one? The recent one. Oh, okay. The one now. Because I met a few of those too. <laughs> Let's see. I don't think I've. I have. I have. I have myself point. I have a collection of photos of me pointing at semi-famous people. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, let's take a picture, and I'm like, oh, I do have one. Um. Walter, Walter Jones, the uh, Black yeah, Power the Black, yeah, the Black Power. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, I got one when I'm going. I'm going like this. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys must go to a lot of comic cons. You must meet a lot of people. Ooh. Oh come on! I, I want to go to more comic cons. Yeah. I'll put it that way. Yeah. I just don't have the uh, the bandwidth right now. So we're getting there though. Okay, yeah. Like this year, we we with the three. Two or three, two or three, and got really good feedback from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a we had a panel at the Jackson Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I saw that. That's and, cool. And that what was what was great is nobody left. It was it was great. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. awesome? <laughs> yeah. Like I, the, the one thing I was scared was going to happen. We were going to sit down and start talking, and then people were like, "Oh, these guys are chuckleheads," and just mm-hmm. walk out. But no, everyone seemed to enjoy it. So never heard the word chocolatehead before. But all right, that's cool. You never heard I've chocolate never heard chocolatehead. Really? No. It's when I'm trying not to cuss. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was actually pretty fun. I had a good time. Some Dragon Ball Z fans in that crowd. They're my people. Yeah. <laughs> Comic Con. That was a lot of fun. That that was like my third or fourth year. And that guy, he knows how to put on conventions. I've been to. I went to the one in Shreveport, mm-hmm. and it's just as good. I mean, that was amazing too. Well, what's that? What, what, what guy? Greg? Yeah. Yeah, we interviewed him. Yeah, he's yep. he's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he's passionate. Yes. He 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 can talk. You get a microphone in front of him, mm-hmm. he will talk and talk and talk mm-hmm. all about Comic Cons and how he was inspired to do it. It was it was a great interview. Oh, he and he knows how to put on a con, definitely. Yeah. Most definitely, yeah. yeah. I I enjoyed that talk. But we need to get you guys in more Comic Cons because oh, you need to meet some people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've met a lot of the Walking Dead people. I mean, you need to you need yeah, to meet do. some people. We do. <laughs> we do. I got to um, hang out with the Dragon Ball Z voice actors uh, manager. Oh, that's I cool. got to hang out with him 
for for a good hour or two. You're kind of downplaying, didn't you? Uh, didn't you do salsa with the Black Power Ranger? I did do salsa with the Black Power Ranger. Yeah, we did <laughs> yeah, salsa with each other. Yeah, that's yeah, that did happen. I, was, I wasn't <laughs> gonna say anything, but that did happen. And um, I got to interview Rita Repulsa, the lady who played yeah. Rita Repulsa from Power. Yeah, Rangers, so I got to that's, do that. So that's cool. She's so short. She's insanely short. Is she? <laughs> yes. She's oh, like wow. She's barely five foot. Wow. And it's like, I didn't know. They must make her look taller. Yeah. yeah. No, she just does the she's, voice. No, she's yeah, the, she's oh, she's the, oh, the voice. Yeah, she's okay. Yeah. Voice over, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she, she's really nice. She's really, really nice. Well, I'm going to a comic convention this weekend, as a matter of fact. Which one? Um, MCFC, Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention. Obviously, Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis. Yes, Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, Egypt. No, not. <laughs> no, no way. Um, Memphis, Tennessee. Um, and it's actually being held at the Graceland Guest House. Oh, that's Guest cool. Houses. Yeah, I'm excited. Yes. Yes. So this, and that's Elvis, see, right? The big guy. That is, uh, that's Elvis. Okay. Yes. The that's... big guest is the voice for the human of... Adventure Time, and then oh, the, Finn. Finn, yeah. I don't, I don't know the guy's name, but he's the yeah. Finn. Yeah, Adventure Time's one of my, my kids. Cartoons. My kids would know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything. Apparently, about he's Adventure Time. he's a real cutie too. So. <laughs> well, According to my daughter. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dwell. Yeah. Dwell oh, like as cool as it is to have a con at Graceland or adjacent to Graceland, mm-hmm. that, that area is really bad. Well, apparently they built this huge wall around it. So it's like a resort Oh, now. they trumped so, it up. Okay, yeah, cool. So, yeah, so you go inside and the walls close and mm-hmm. it's its own little world. When apparently. it closes, it's like a hunter, hunter, son. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. And, and, and Elvis comes up out of the grave. Yeah. We all good. <laughs> so, it, it, it's fun. Okay. Uh, let's, okay, okay. Let's talk about the movie. The movie. Okay. The movie. The movie. I'm excited, yes. All right, so um, Eccentric Films, uh, Chris Kopsky is going to be directing it. Where have I heard that name? Uh, he's here. He's local. That's Is, that, is, is that who the Dice Junkies are always talking about? Uh, local horror guy? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, yep. yep. I think, okay. Yep. All right. Yeah, yeah. Small small world. Yes, it is. Um, yeah, he's going to be, I hope he's good talking about him. No, no, go ahead. Okay, okay. Yeah, good. <laughs> he said talking about him like, oh, um, uh oh, wait. No, 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 no. It's <laughs> no, just, I'm just it's, kidding. It's, it's cool to hear yeah. the same name come Oh yeah, he's people. he's been doing a lot of movies. Um mm-hmm. he's got a new one coming out. I'm I'm sorry I can't think of the name of it. But anyway, so um he does horror movies, but this isn't a horror movie. Um well, I guess it, it is kind of it's more like a war movie type thing. Um it's called Seven Cages. Um, and it's about, um, seven Nicholas cages. Yes. How did you know? Oh my God. That's so awesome that you knew that. Um, it's now it's about five interns, five journalist interns, and, uh, they're in Pakistan and their bus blows up. I hope we're hoping it blows up. And uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it's, and, now they find themselves in. Well, you know, <laughs> that's what's in the script, but you know, budget. So uh, <laughs> anyway, they find themselves in a war zone, 
And they have to escape and try to hide. And they hide in this old prison, and they find seven prisoners. And basically, they don't speak the language. Um, but everyone has abandoned the area. And so, like, do they let these prisoners out, or do they leave them there to starve to death and die? Um, okay, so here comes here comes the kicker. We we don't know. You know, are they are they Muslims? Are they terrorists? Uh, do we care? You know, and in all this conversation, it it turns into this whole racial, anti-racial, uh, mm-hmm. stereotype conversation that they get into, and there's a lot of stuff thrown out. And um, it's my anti-racism make a statement movie. Okay, so oh, that sounds yeah. cool. That's really <laughs> so, cool. Okay. so 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 basically, all you can base these prisoners on are what they look like. That's yeah, nice. well, there's actually, we know for a fact that three of them are Muslim because they pray at a certain time. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want it to be all strictly black and white because um, there's a lot of that going on, but I wanted to point out that there's all cultures, all races, and we're all human. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And we all need to love each other. And mm-hmm. I really hate the way people treat each other, and I kind of wanted to point out that we all need to be a little nicer to each other. So I thought... I'll just make everybody angry and pissed off <laughs> and, and I'll make them think. Um, and I don't, you know, other people want to take the movie in different directions. I'm not saying Chris does, but other people think, Oh, we need to go this way. We need to go that way. And I'm like, no, it's not about making money or doing a big thing. It's just about making people think. And so that's what this movie's about. So it's, ultimately this is your movie. Yes. Awesome. Ultimately it's my movie. It's my statement. Um, but I mean, Chris, like I said, Chris is directing it and he's all about it. When I told him the idea, I was just trying to get some input mm-hmm. and he's like, Oh my God, I want to make this movie. <laughs> so I, was like, I don't know if I can blow up a bus, but <laughs> <laughs> we are looking into this though. Cause I really want to blow up a bus, <laughs> but that takes a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can imagine. But, um, I have not run a kickstart yet. For this, I'm about to be doing that pretty soon because I need to. I need mm-hmm. money to make the movie mm-hmm. and to pay Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so it's going to be about a lot of a lot of people are going to be inputting and helping out with it though too. So it's you want to be in it. You want to be in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. The guard number, not guard, prisoner number six. <laughs> Then I don't say anything. You never I'm, know. I'm, I'm, you never I, know. I, I was tickled <laughs> once in Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> I'm, I'm that one guy in that scene in, in the scene who's like, no, no, I'm sure the bus is safe. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. It's, it's cool. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. There was this huge We're, explosion. Why are you panicking? Fireworks. Fireworks. <laughs> I'm really excited about it. So. Yeah, that sounds like a very, very deep, deep. Deep, 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 deep. Yeah, it, it is pretty deep. Emotional roller coaster. Well, I kind of, it, it did, um, I was on line one night and I got done watching this movie and I can't remember what the movie was now, but I was online and I was just getting angry at people being angry about stupid stuff and mm-hmm. calling people names. And I'm like, this is stupid. Shawshank with And And my mind just kind of <laughs> like, I'm going to make this mess. Oh, if you get, oh, if you get Morgan Freeman to narrate it. <laughs> oh, that awesome. Wow. Do you think I could? He's, he's all about Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it wouldn't, like, it's not beyond the realm of possibility. Wouldn't that be amazing? 
Oh. And then the child realized that everything that she thought was wrong. <laughs> and then her heart grew three sizes that day. That would be awesome. Sorry, that I hope he doesn't. Don't I hope that's not in the. I see how bad no, I am not. at this. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Robert so. Doesn't so, oh, but I do have to pay my dues, so um, right. I'm going to be in a movie. Uh oh. One of Chris's movies. So <laughs> I, I can't think of the name. But it's uh, Macabre something. It's, it's a short film. He's mm-hmm. doing like um, a bunch of short films in a big film. And I have to play the mother of a psychotic child. Ooh, that sounds fun. Okay. So I used to, yeah. <laughs> I used to uh, <laughs> act like a thousand years ago. So I didn't know you didn't know I was that old, did you? Um, a thousand years old. Um, Wait, are you a witch? No. A, 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 Dracu- of a, a Dracula. A vampire. A Dracula. Are you a Dracula? Yeah. Are you a Dracula? Are you a Dracula? You look you're like a Dracula. Dracula. You ain't got no spiders outside. You gotta, t- <laughs> you gotta tell me if you're Jackie Chan. Robbery is not about that life. <laughs> I will fight with that Mario. I am not about to die from a spider. I don't like spiders either. They terrify me. Okay, Robert, tell me. What's scarier, one 12-foot spider or 12 one-foot spiders? Mm. Um, 12 one-foot spiders. Really? Really? Yep. Because at least I know where the one-foot spider is, is going. I can watch uh, this movie. The predictability. 12, you know, all them little little bastards. I'm not, I can't keep up with them. See, I feel like mm. I could squish a one-foot spider. Yeah. Yeah, but then you're focused on that spider, and that spider's four or five crawling up about to pounce on you. Well, you just got to focus, was, man. I ain't got that type of focus, man. <laughs> I, I'd rather just battle one big one, and when I battle that one big one, I know there's no more. Unless it has eggs. There's something really creepy about spiders and the movement of their legs. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. The fact they can, they're deceptively fast, too. Yes. <laughs> Some of them jump. jump. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah. jumping spiders. Jump. Yeah. yeah. And tarantula, how they mm. like get the hairs and mm. like, scrape them, and then it gets in your skin and irritates you. And, Oh, the okay. cool spider chases you. Okay, people are turning the podcast off right yeah. now. Okay. Yeah, let's <laughs> not talk about spiders, please. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. No. Yeah. No more. That's one of the Middle East. That's... <clears throat> yeah, That's okay, fine. we're not going to talk about that one. Okay. Right. Yeah, Ooh. I had to do research for my book, so uh-huh. I know all about spiders now that I didn't want to know. So that one in particular, yes. Yeah, no. And, and technically, that's not even really a spider. Yeah, it's a scorpion. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a scorpion. But don't they have, don't they have eight legs? Scorpions Six. have eight, right? Six. Six. Really? I thought yeah. scorpions were arachnids. No. no. They have an exoskeleton, but they're not. Oh, I'm dumb. All right, cool. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no you're not. not. You haven't done the research we've That's done. true. That's right. Yeah, that's all. I try not to read about scary bug things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad they're not native to America. You know, it's really cool to research, changing the subject. <laughs> Space. Yes, yes, absolutely. Space I'm writing cool. a science fiction short story, and I'm reading about um, Voyager, all the Voyagers. Star Trek Voyager? No. Oh, vo- oh well, like V'ger. V'ger, okay. yeah. yeah I like gotcha. V'ger, yeah. And, you know, they're, they're still out there, and that's mm-hmm. really super cool. Yeah. It blows my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything that we've sent out in space is still out in space yes. somewhere mm-hmm. for someone to stumble upon. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what that reply going to be. Stop sending me text messages. 
MySpace. <laughs> we ain't coming. Y'all done messed up, oh, A.A. Ron. so funny. You're not a part of the Galactic Council. You can't get your shit that, right. that, that or like the planet is real small and Voyager just crashes into it <laughs> and destroys an entire civilization. Uh, like in Futurama with Bender? When he was out in space and he uh-huh. ran into that small little bitty planet with some poor people. We just mm-hmm. watched a movie the other night. R.I.P. Oh, uh, what is that English guy um, that was in that was in the zombie movies? Uh, or that oh, pub at the end of the? I know who you're talking about. Oh, Shaun of the Dead and yeah, the pub yep. at the end. Of, okay, so we just watched a a movie he was in um, recently. And it, something about ooh, it's on the tip of my brain. There, he gets these powers from these space aliens. <laughs> <laughs> and he can do anything. That's something. It's in the title there. Something about anything. I mm-hmm. and it's hilarious. And it's almost along those lines because he accidentally kills the alien. <laughs> <laughs> I just spoiled the movie. I'm sorry. Spoilers. No, no, it's a great movie though. Yeah. Oh, and I wish I could think of the name of it. it reminds me of Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks. Oh, well, that was a good movie. Yeah, yeah. That movie freaked me out as a kid. I don't. I, I still have. Yeah, I still have trouble watching it. I know it's funny though. It's like, oh man, Vic Rains was my hero though. That one scene when he's just punching them in the face, a whole bunch of them is punching them, yeah. and they all like jump on him. Simon Pegg. That's his name. Yep. Um. Now you gotta look up that movie. Oh, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> um, they live. That's one of my favorite movies. Did you ever see that one? I'm here to kick ass and chew bubblegum. Mm-hmm. And I'm oh, all out of bubblegum. <laughs> Love that movie. Roddy, Roddy Piper. One of my Best favorite wrestlers. Best fight time. scene ever in yep. any movie. <laughs> Hell, he's so Absolutely funny. anything? Yes, that's it. All right. Absolutely anything. I said it was Internet good. is wonderful. Yes. Yes, it is. You put, can you okay. uh, plug both, both of the books, the short stories, and the movie? Okay, we can, we can do that. So... Uh, Lost Daughter of Issa. Um, the sequel is out, Return to Issa. Mm-hmm. Um, that's through Dark Oak Publishing and Media. Dark Oak, I'm sorry, Dark Oak Press Publishing and Media. <laughs> Gotta get that right. <laughs> and, um. Poster's gonna be mad. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's good. Um, and the artwork is amazing too. You gotta check out the artwork on the books too, cause, um, the artists are amazing. And then the other series that I do is the Steel Roots series, and that's with Seven Star Press. And that is um, Boxcar Baby, Crossings, and Rails West. And then Southern Haunts, which is The Spirits That Walk Among Us, is the first book. The, the Devils in the Dark, which is the second book. And something about witches, I can't think of. <laughs> uh, I forget the name of the third book. Something about witches. Um, and that's the third book. And that's all the Seven Star Press. Cool. Um, cool. And then I'm also in Dreams of Steam, which is through um, Kerlock Publishing. And I have short stories in those. And I think that's... I, I was, like, looking at all my books. I'm like, I have a lot of books. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. I only realized I was in so many, mm-hmm. but... So this is my fifth novel, and I'm excited. I told my husband, you know what? We haven't popped the bottle of champagne yet. We need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's... Why was you the first book? Well, we did that with the first book. Oh, okay, cool. But now this is the fifth. Something about the fifth one is like a Mm -hmm. big deal, so. Like, if I could get past one paragraph writing a story, that's a big deal for me. I'll bet you could do it. I probably can. 
<laughs> and I also have to plug MCFC this weekend mm-hmm. in Memphis. Um, there's still tickets. So it's Memphis fan, uh, Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention. Um, there's still tickets. You guys could go. It's going to be awesome. It's amazing. Lots of people. And the movie. And the movie. Oh, Seven Cages. Yes, Seven Cages, the movie. I can't tell you when that'll be out, but there is an IMDb already, or there's a Facebook plug on mm-hmm. it, too. So. And where can we find you social media wise? I'm on Facebook. Um, I have a Twitter account. It's all JL Mulvihill. And um, my website's JL Mulvihill. Um, Mulvihill is just how it sounds. Mulvihill. Right. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for talking with us. Uh, this, this has been a really, really good talk. I I, I, I've enjoyed it. Thank you Wait, this doesn't say anything about Nicolas Cage. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I didn't get his permission. He said, no, nah, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes, that's exactly how he said it, too. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. He doesn't say no to roles. Like, you could probably get Morgan Freeman narrated and, and Nicolas Cage to play at least three of the cages. Yep. That would be cool. I'll go talk to him. All right. I'm dark-haired Nicolas Cage prisoner. I'm long-haired Nicolas Cage prisoner. I am psychotic, bald-headed Nicolas Cage prisoner. I actually, mm-hmm. I loved him in Valley Girl. He was amazing in Valley Girl. My favorite Nick Cage movie is, um, oh, what's that one? Raising Arizona. Oh, yeah. Raising Arizona. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty funny. So it's like my, my Nick Cage turn? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Book of Secrets. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, National oh National yeah. Treasure? yeah. Yeah, National Treasure. Those yeah, are good National movies. Treasure and the National Treasure books. Yeah. There's two of them, right? Yeah. yeah. Those are good. I, Those are good like movies. Him. I just like them because he was like, we're going we're gonna to steal uh-huh. the Declaration of Independence. We're going to steal the Declaration <laughs> of Independence. I'm like, he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think he's a cool guy. I really, I really like him. <laughs> he's a he's a definitely a, a, a pop culture legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that. Most uh, did you know that he owns a a uh, like a crypt in New Orleans? Does yes, he? like when <gasps> at, at, the, at the height of his popularity, when he had all of the monies before like four divorces, he bought everything, and apparently when they re. Like take all your assets from you. Mm-hmm. They can't take your graves. No, they can't take that. Yeah. Yeah. So like he is kind of stuck with a crypt oh, in New Orleans because he yep. bought one. Yep. I have to go I pay homage <laughs> <laughs> for when you arrive. <laughs> thank you so much for talking with us. This has been this has been amazing. Uh, thank you for all your stories and your insight. Your Neil Gaiman story. Thank you. Who was that? Was totally him. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Who gives you money just to write? That was. Definitely yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Uh, for Sergio Lugo, I am Robert Morris, and you've been Bleach Baby.
unfocused, unfiltered, unusual. 